Hi, this is Jonathan Horton, one of the pastors here at Grace Christian Fellowship in Odessa, Texas. I want to thank you for tuning into the podcast today. Wherever you are listening to this, I hope that this message encourages you, gives you hope, and reminds you that you are loved. Well, uh, today we're uh, continuing in our service about uh, really walking towards the manger scene. And in this, today I want to talk to you about shepherds. Right In the Christmas story, there's this special part that we're going to get to, to really focus in today uh, where it talks about the shepherds. But when you think about uh, a shepherd, someone who, who's taking care of generally in that time a, a flock of sheep or a flock of goats, really the idea of shepherd is maybe one of the oldest jobs or professions that are out there. Right When we begin to look in the Bible, we see tons of information about shepherds. And in fact, uh, the reason why I say that's probably one of the oldest professions out there is because Adam and Eve, one of their sons, right? Adam and Eve, the first two people on earth, one of their sons was a shepherd, right? We, we see that in Abel. But then also in the Bible, we see a lot of prominent figures being shepherds. We see Abraham, we see uh, Isaac, we see Jacob being shepherds. And then God used shepherds in some major roles as well. For instance, when God's people were stuck in Egypt, when when they were crying out to the Lord, they had been there for 400 years, and they were saying, Lord, will you please get us out of this? We need your help. Who did God send? God sent Moses, a shepherd. And it's so interesting to me how Moses, he would step into this uh, role that God had called him to, and very clearly, it seemed like he did not feel up for the challenge. But you would see how Moses would follow God's leading. He would uh, bring the people of Israel out of Egypt, and he would lead them through the desert. Now, the journey would be a little bit longer because of their sin, but all throughout, if you're reading, then you're, you're seeing how Moses is shepherding God's people how he's guiding them, leading them, taking care of them, right? Another famous shepherd was somebody whose father even counted him out, and that shepherd is David. David, the second king of Israel, probably the greatest king of Israel, was just this lowly shepherd boy that God would say, hey, he's a man after my own heart, but people would look at him initially and say, he's too small to be a king, He's too small to lead. And right, uh, David would lead his people well. He would make some serious mistakes also. But David penned that psalm that you've probably heard before that we'll look at more in depth later on, Psalm 23, right? Verse 1, David begins to help us transition from just hearing about shepherds to helping us realize how a shepherd plays a huge role even as we look at God's relationship with us. David says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Right? And we begin to see this transition that happens in the Bible also that we're not just reading about shepherds in the Old Testament or the New Testament or or their jobs that they did, but we begin to see how the Bible is pointing to God being our ultimate shepherd. So know what that means, right? We're the flock. We're the sheep. We're the ones that without the right guidance and the leading that we go astray. 
But God is that perfect shepherd. And in fact, uh, in other parts of the Bible, we see that uh, it will prophesy about the Savior to come being a shepherd. In Ezekiel 34, verses 23 and 24, it actually begins to, to spell some of this out for us about uh, the shepherd. And now, in this, it's talking about the Savior to come, but instead of saying, hey, this, the Savior, it's saying the shepherd David, right? So often when it talked about the Savior, even though David had already come, it was uh, this prophetic language about the Messiah that was to come. It was talking about Jesus. And sure enough, in the Christmas story, here's what's so fun. Some of the first people who get to see the actual Savior of the world, the actual Messiah, are shepherds. And, and we're going to spend today really looking at uh, this story of these shepherds in, in a new way, hopefully, for you, in kind of a creative way. But I want to read the story for you first that comes out of Luke chapter 2 about these shepherds that are some of the first ones that get to see Jesus. It says this, Luke chapter 2, verse 8 and on. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. So, all right, they're out in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks, but here's the night when this happens. It's the night that Christ is born. Right? In Bethlehem, a, a new baby has been born. The Savior of the world has been born. And here these shepherds are. They're just out in the fields doing their normal job. Just hanging out, taking care of the sheep. And then, all of a sudden, something amazing happens. Verse 9. An angel of the Lord appeared to them. And the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified. Always happens, right? When the angel shows up. They were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news. That will cause great joy for all people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He's the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. Can you imagine, can you imagine this moment? These shepherds, right, they're just dealing with one angel, then all of a sudden it's like, boom, right? Angels are everywhere, they're all singing and praising the king, uh, Jesus, who has just been born. These guys thought it was just a normal night, right? When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who, were lying in the, or who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what they had been told about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at the shepherds, or at what the shepherds had said to them. Today, I, I, I want to kind of uh, do something a little bit different with us, and I hope that it will cause us by the end of it to, to be like the people who heard about Jesus that first day, that, that we're even more amazed by what the shepherds saw and even what they began to tell people. Uh, if you would, what I'd like to do today is I would like to show you a, a clip from The Chosen, 
right? Some of you, you you've seen uh, this movie, The Chosen. Well, before they started it all, they did this pilot clip uh, that was about 18 minutes long that, that had to do with this passage, this view from a shepherd's view. So if you follow the chosen, it's not the, the Christmas with the chosen that they just put out. All right, it, it's one from a couple years ago. But when I watched this just a couple weeks ago, I saw this and it impacted me, right? There, there's gonna be art in the midst of this and the fact that they're filling in gaps. I just read you the story from the shepherd's account. So you're gonna see things that they're kind of like, all right, this is what we think could have happened, but I think it is so powerful, powerful for us to be able to see it in this type of dramatic way. And so I hope that you'll be blessed by this uh, video about the shepherds. Check this out. Wow, powerful, right? Every time when I'm watching it, I'm just like, man, I'm about ready to break down at that part at the end there. Um, you know, it's just, it, it's an amazing thing to get to witness and, and, and see it in a different light. This idea of, man, Jesus coming to earth. Sometimes it can just be a, oh, we read about it, we hear about it. But it was an amazing and powerful thing for us to take in. And, and it should transform and change all of our lives. You know, it's so interesting. Jesus would move from baby to, to man, right? And, and he really would take on, in many ways, the form of a shepherd, the way that he would lead his disciples and he would lead others. And in John chapter 10, Jesus even talks about the fact, uh, uh, he talks about good shepherds and bad shepherds in John chapter 10. And, and in this, in John chapter 10, uh, verse 11, he says that he is the good shepherd and that he'll give his life for the sheep. In John chapter 10, uh, verse 14, he then turns and, and says that he's the good shepherd and, it, and his sheep know his voice. Man, the idea of shepherd, I, I want you to know that it's so dynamic in the Bible, right? But this idea of how God wants to lead us and guide us, it starts with the fact that he came from heaven to earth to become a baby, Right? It continues with the fact that Jesus truly did live a perfect and sinless life and he went to the cross to die for you and me. He was the perfect sacrifice for us. In a sense, he moved from shepherd to sheep in that moment, right? Like the end of this video, a pure and spotless lamb that was the ultimate sacrifice for all of us, right? But like Jesus says in John chapter 10, verse 14, that his sheep will know his voice. And my question is for you today, do you, do you feel like you've slowed down enough? Do you feel like, or do you know, not a feeling, but do you know that you've had the conversation in your heart to say, I need Jesus. Lord, forgive me of my sins. Make me new. Come into my life. Right, you have the opportunity to be able to do that. Right? And maybe you've already made that, but you feel like, hey, I've just been running so much, I'm not, I'm not listening to God's voice at all. I, I want to read for you what it looks like for God to be our shepherd. Uh, I want to read for you uh, the rest of Psalm 23 for all of us to hear. Uh, as David uh, said, this just beautiful uh, couple verses wrote it for us, but it says this, The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. 
He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely, your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Man, it is good when God is our shepherd. It is good when Jesus is our shepherd, and we're listening to his voice and and allowing him to lead us and guide us. Let's remember that this Christmas. Let's remember about him being uh, our, our savior and our shepherd. I want to encourage you as you think about, man, well, how do I do better at listening to the voice of God? One, one thing that you might do this Christmas by yourself or with your family is you might download the chosen app or you might put it on your smart TV and look up uh, Christmas with the chosen. It's on there. It might seem weird at first because it's, it's going to be the first 40 minutes or so will be music. Uh, you can worship with it or, or you can fast forward it. I'd encourage you to at least catch a few songs. And then it will actually continue in the story that you got to see today, right? This is part one, actually done a few years ago. And, and then you get to kind of continue in that story. And I think that you'll be blessed by it and it'll continue to open your heart and your ears to getting to hear about Jesus. So that's the chosen app or on your smart TV. But this Christmas, can we pause and, and just say, man, it's all about Jesus, right? It's all about Jesus. And, and we want to, as a church, do a little bit of that. Uh, we've been having these Advent candles during this Christmas season. And there's always one that, that stays behind this, uh, the white candle that represents Jesus, And so today, we're going to to light uh, this candle representing Jesus coming from heaven to earth for us. But each one of you, you have a candle as well, right? And if if you don't have a candle, you can raise your hand and our ushers uh, will bring those to you now. But here's what I'd like to do. As a church, we're going to all light our candles. We're gonna sing Silent Night and we're gonna reflect on what God did for us on that Christmas. I'll light a few candles in the front and then it'll be your responsibility to light the the candles of the people uh, behind you, okay? Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. Make sure to subscribe to this channel so that you can keep up with new content as it becomes available. We would also ask that if you have been encouraged by this ministry, that you would consider partnering with us financially. Your support helps us to continue our mission of helping people move from where they are to where God is calling them to be. You can find all the ways to give at graceodessa.com give. Thank you.